eyes. Dimples. Oh, God. Her eyes burn. Eddie's gesturing. The man glances back, and she looks away. Now Eddie's hand is soft on her thigh, one finger stroking flesh high, high between her legs. Her eyes close as his mouth brushes her ear, singing that song, Heat in Her Ear. She's known him forever, it seems, through the haze of longing. But only a summer month before, she was a chambermaid at the Claiborne Hotel in Lake George that drizzly day when he drove up in the yellow Mustang, top down, his arm over the back of the seat. Hey, pretty girl, he called as she dragged along the gravel path in her baggy green uniform, arms loaded with buckets, scrub brushes, and mop. I've come to rescue you. It was her last summer of high school. Six years older, he knew so much about life. After Yale, he had invested the $10,000 graduation gift from his wealthy grandfather in an international grain brokerage company. In just three months' time, he made a quarter of a million dollars. Then came the sharks who, with a taste of his blood, wanted more. Bad deals and blind faith, he had sighed. A deadly combination. There was a great job in L.A., a friend of his grandfather's. He just had to get there. Tall with boyish hips, still almost flat-chested. But she drove him crazy, Eddie said. You're the first one, he whispered in his bleak room, rented by the night. Too busy studying, he had never had a social life. He liked to turn all the lights on while undressing her. Eyes closed, her arm over her face, trembling, craving the stasis of sleep while he stroked her feet, traced each bone in her ribcage, murmuring, There, pretty girl, there, there. Eleven when her father died. Her mother, by necessity, stern, schoolteacher, who, after having raised her older daughter, Carol, to a college-educated newlywed nurse, was bewildered by this younger child's moody volatility. One day after work, Eddie came by to say he was going to L.A. They couldn't hold the job much longer. Did she want to come? Yes or no? Time was running out. He had another one of his terrible headaches. She called from the road, cringing as her mother demanded to speak with this Eddie she had never even heard of, much less met. Smiling, he took the phone and apologized for their abrupt departure, but she could rest assured her daughter was in safe hands. I love her, Mrs. Trimble, and I'm going to take care of her, always, I promise. All we want is your blessing. My blessing? Her mother shrieked across the line, my blessing? All you get from me is a warrant for your arrest. Watching a baseball game at the other end of the bar, the bartender hunches close to the snowy black and white TV screen. Another quarter. That song again. Eddie's song. Red lights flash on his face. Her stomach lurches. 
oniony bile searing her throat. Her sweaty thighs stick to the brittle plastic. Eddie's arm falls heavy on her shoulders. His tongue drags over her ear. She can't believe what he wants. Turning from the table, the man watches with a wet, imploring grin. Like a joke, you'll see. Come here, feel. Feel. Can you feel that? Eddie asks, pressing against her leg. You know where that belongs. You know. You know. His moan burns her ear. Just a little, that's all. To get us out of here. No, no. She whispers, curling her neck away from his face. It takes.